Hi, I'm Natalie Mullen, former people pleaser and queen of doing way too much, turned holistic life coach and wellness educator for purpose-seeking women of color and allies. Welcome to From a Full Cup. On this podcast, I teach you how to use the 12 pillars of wellness to discover your purpose, up-level your well-being, and create the life of your dreams, because we all deserve to be fulfilled, and you simply can't pour from an empty cup. Through candid conversations, insightful interviews, and motivational nuggets, you'll feel inspired, empowered, and supported as together we navigate this thing called life, holistically and with your well-being at the center. If you're committed to personal development and you're ready for more, you're in the right place. Now let's get started. Hey, y'all, and welcome to another episode of From a Full Cup. I am so excited to host my first interview with two guests, and they are both lovely, and I can't wait to get into this conversation. So welcome, Denise, and welcome, Kayla. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to let you guys introduce yourself in your own words, and then we will get started. So I'm Denise Gilmore McPherson. I am based in Chicago, and I am a marketer by trade. So I grew in the ranks in my professional career in marketing. And then I also am a certified yoga instructor. I am also one part of the dynamic duo that runs Simply Better Co., which is the parent company of Betterness Box. So I'm co-founder of Betterness Box, Simply Better Co. with my dear friend here, Kayla Garner. Kayla, over to you, sweetie. Hi, everyone. I'm Kayla Garner. I like to call myself a designer of systems, spaces, and experiences. And so I do that in a lot of ways. I am a systems automation engineer. I have a career in that that I've been doing for almost 15 years. And then I also have um, a interior design slash real estate business where um, I own a couple of Airbnbs and short-term rentals. And also designed them and, and decorated them. And then, of course, I love to create experiences through Simply Better Co. I'm from San Diego. Denise is from the Bay Area. So we're Cali girls through and through. Um, and the way we connected is through our sorority. So I'm not sure if that was one of the questions, but I want to make sure they know. <laughs> well, now we know. So it's all good. You cannot, The people might have been wondering. So now the people know. I want you to share your story with us. How did you come to get into the wellness slash self-care space? Do you want to go first? (laughs) From my personal perspective in terms of just like wellness, it was just like something that I personally was invested in from a lifestyle perspective. During COVID is when I actually formally got my yoga certification. My approach to wellness is really about what can I realistically make a lifestyle versus trying to do fad diets and things of that sort. So anytime I'm approaching something new when it comes to wellness, I'm always thinking from the mindset of, is this realistic that I can do this on a daily basis in some kind of bite size increment and make it a part of my lifestyle? Because otherwise it's not going to be sustainable for me. And like, if it can't become a habit, it's not realistic for me. So that's kind of how I've always approached it. But then, like I said, um, yoga layered onto that um, really is about that as well, right? It's about meeting yourself where you are on your mat and really kind of taking inventory on a daily basis to determine how do I build from this place on a daily basis. Today, I might come and show up to my mat and all I can do is breathe. Tomorrow I show up, I can breathe and maybe I can actually touch my toes, right? Or whatever you kind of build from there. So I think yoga to me was, is kind of where a lot of my wellness is, is rooted in. What really brings it all together for me is kind of like tangible bite-sized 
bits of information and practice that I can actually build upon on a daily basis. Yeah, I love that. And Kayla, can you add on? Yeah, I was just sitting here thinking like, when did the real spark happen, right? Californians just, we experience the, all the things, right? We can go outside all year long. And so that creates an opportunity for us to kind of explore and find what really connects to, with us when it comes to nature. And a lot of what nature provides is very much so what we talk about in well-being. And then I went to Sudan, Africa to teach English for a year when I was 25. And I think that experience definitely changed the way I look at like what I eat, what I'm putting in my body, what I'm putting on my body. Because when I came back, I became a pescatarian immediately because I was like, I'm not eating this stuff anymore. And right around that time, I also launched a lifestyle YouTube channel. So the KG lifestyle is what I got on YouTube. I like to experience things, then share it, right? And so I'm like, always sharing what it is I'm buying, what it is I'm using, what my routines are around lifestyle. And a lot of that, again, is rooted in wellness. Yeah. Thank you for kind of sharing both of your stories, because, you know, something I talk a lot about on um, the podcast is just that wellness can look different for different people. And I really don't like when there's one narrative pushed of like, this is the only way to engage in yoga. So, you know, Denise, I will admit, I truly do not like yoga. But, you know, doesn't mean that I don't have a strong sense of well-being, you know, I can do some other things, right? And so it's like, but what Denise said about finding sustainable habits that you can do on a regular basis that become a part of your lifestyle and that truly contribute to your well-being. Because there's no point in doing something, even if you do it regularly, if you don't feel better afterwards, if it, if you feel stressed still, if you feel a pressure to do it, pressure to perform, then what was the point, right? It, it, it lacks authenticity and therefore it's going to lack impact. And we want that the wellness practices we're engaging in are going to create a positive impact in our lives. We should be able to see fruits of the practices we are doing to nurture ourselves, to care for ourselves, and to uplift ourselves. So thank you for sharing your journey. And I want to know along this journey and through the different experiences, have there been any unexpected life lessons that stand out to you? And I'll throw that to you, Denise. Yeah, absolutely. One quick thing of, of what you were saying about how wellness looks different, that is literally at the root of Betterness Box. There's nearly 8 billion people in the world. And so at Betterness Box, we truly believe that there's nearly 8 billion ways to do self-care, right? If it's actually truly rooted in your individual self. And so we look at that and we look at our service as a service to be able to introduce products, introduce lifestyles, introduce um, just different practices that you can potentially incorporate. Everything is not for everybody, but with a service like Betterness Box, you actually have the opportunity to layer on these different practices and really hone in on what is like your true individual self-care practice, routines, products, and things of that sort. So I just wanted to hit on that because Kayla and I think about that every single day, right? Like we're two people who run this business together, but Denise and Kayla do self-care completely differently. Back to your other question of um, unexpected lessons. I think one unexpected lesson kind of just as I've as, as I've grown over the last, I'll say 10 years, as a byproduct of kind of just like doing yoga, I am pretty in tune with like how I feel in my body. And I 
had a period of time where I was just like literally just like overcommitted. I was starting photo booths and I was doing photography and I was working a full-time job and I, we were starting betterness box, lots of different um, commitments and, you know, transitioning in from your twenties into your thirties and things that sort, you know, you have to get familiar with the fact that like your ability might continue to increase but your capacity isn't necessarily always there. Right. And so I had a period where I like truly was feeling anxiety. Like I had never felt physical stress and felt physical anxiety. Um, but I had to like come into terms with myself that like, Hey, maybe your capacity isn't like to continue to go, 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 go off of X number of hours of sleep and things of that sort. So one of the lessons that I kind of like took out of that was just to proactively eliminate responsibility and like really get in tune with my own self understand be still right and feel like when i was making decisions what my body was telling me to be able to help inform um how i made that decision going forward and it really came to a clear understanding of like when i was able to say yes and when i was able to say no and getting very clear on that and so that's something that like i didn't necessarily set out like oh i got to learn how to you know confidently make decisions or get out of a place of like indecisiveness or make a commitment and be able to go forward with that commitment, right? That's a, a little nugget that I learned back in 2017 that I literally carry with me every single day into every meeting, into every room to kind of like just proactively eliminate any kind of anxiety or stress that comes with commitments and responsibilities that I have. No, I love that. I love that. And Kayla, what about you? What's a life lesson that you've learned? Yeah, it, I think the thing that I picked is <laughs> so many, so many lessons. Uh <laughs> Is somewhat related, right? Like some of what Denise is saying is what a lot of us as Black women deal with, right? Always being responsible for all the things, whether it's our families, our communities, financially, emotionally, like it's just a lot that is put on Black women in America specifically. And Betterness Box is literally curated with Black women in mind. And so we think about, and I had to learn, and I'm still learning, to reject this idea that you have to perform, right? Because even in, and I think you noted this earlier, right? Even in self-care, we can get to a place where we don't give ourselves grace and we're not actually able to relax when we're doing whatever our self-care habit is or we're trying whatever is new in the betterness box. But now it's like, can I do this right? <laughs> like wait that is not the point like you're literally going against the entire point of just kind of having this radical self-acceptance um and as again black women in our history here in america it is so difficult to do that everything is am i doing this to 100 percent, right and there's a lot we continue to put out into our communities and our culture right this idea of black excellence and all of these things when really it's about, again, radical self-acceptance and rejecting this idea that you have to perform when you're doing that. So for me specifically, and I'm again, I'm still learning, I'm still in therapy about it, right? How do I detach the need to feel like I'm performing something at this linear scale instead of just having this self-acceptance? You know, we've been conditioned, society conditions us, society exposes us, and society teaches us certain ways of being and certain ways of knowing. And so from the age of children, we're just observing and we're watching the adults in our lives, the adults in our community, and we see what they're doing. And so much is unspoken. 
but we just notice and we absorb and we take that on as the truth we are now supposed to live out, right? So as Black women, as strong Black women, we all come from strong Black mothers, right? And it's very rare to meet a Black woman who says that their mother was like weak and fragile and didn't do didn't do much. It's, it, it, might, it might happen. I've never met those women. It's very rare. Most Black women are saying like their mom was doing the most, right? Like doing all the things at all times. And so while that can be commendable in one sense, and a lot of times moms are just doing what, what got to do or what was put on them to do, right? Because there's this pressure on them because a lot of them do not want that responsibility, but sometimes they have no other choice. Um, <laughs> but as little girls, you you just see like, oh, I guess I'm supposed to do the same thing. I guess I'm supposed to be grinding and, and working really hard and just nonstop. And like, we commend people who are like, oh, you have four jobs. Oh my gosh, like amazing. Oh, wow. You stayed up all night studying for school. You didn't go to sleep at all. Wow. Good job for you. And so we have to also be careful of what do we praise, yes. right? Like, or, yes. oh, it's like, it's like, you know, you go to those family, it's always at Christmas or any kind of family dinner or anything. It's like, Certain people get praised for certain things and others are just like, nobody's nobody's talking to them because they don't have something to show. But why do we always have something to show? Why can't we just praise the person? You are here and I'm happy you're here. And, you know, just praise their existence for being, being in this world should be applauded, okay? Yes. That yes. itself is an accomplishment. Mm -hmm. So what I take from both of these kind of two experiences is for us to really be mindful and be aware of kind of, what we're experiencing, where we're at, whether it's with messaging, whether it's the way that we are conducting ourselves in our behavior, et cetera, that mindfulness helps us to be present. And that helps us to give ourselves permission to not be okay, to be okay, to be kind of maybe trying to be okay, to be different versions, right? So it's not so like black and white. It's just whatever, wherever you're at, we're going to like, just work with it. Yeah. But now I'm curious to know, because we've been talking a little bit about Betterness Box, but what is Betterness Box? Who is it created for and why? Betterness Box is a lifestyle subscription box, right? A wellness kit that is sent to your door every three months. So every quarter. And it's specifically curated, as I mentioned before, for Black women. It's really blackity, blackity, black, 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 okay? It's got <laughs> a whole book that's usually, if not 99% written by a Black person, usually a Black woman. Most, if not all of the products in the box are usually Black women-owned small businesses. And so it's not just curated with Black women, women in mind to receive it. It's also curated with Black women who are actually making these products products as well, as well. So a holistic experience for our subscribers. And so in addition to just the box, it's an entire community, right? It's an entire experience. Um, on the back of our mini zine that we produce and put in the bo box, there's an outline of exactly what comes with this experience. And that is community where you can connect with us on an app. That is Wellness Wednesdays that happen every sing every other Wednesday that highlights a subject matter expert. Last theme was we are radiant. So it was all about being radiant and shining from the inside out. And this next season that we just launched this month is all about thriving. And what does that mean? And how do you truly thrive? Again, not this performance-based thriving, but a true self-awareness kind of thriving. We do some in-person events because we're based 
uh, in Dallas, um, in Chicago. And so we'll do some events like that that you can tap into. We have a Spotify playlist that is amazing. When I tell you, you need a mood change, go on into Spotify, type in betterness box. Um, you will get an amazing, amazing uh, playlist. And so again, the playlist, the Wellness Wednesdays, uh, we do these betterness workshops and those are every quarter as well. Again, with subject matter experts and more private and kind of um, secluded so that we can have even more of a safe space for black women to talk and express themselves like literal breakthroughs happen at those workshops. And so we're super thankful for that space. I think I hit it all, but it's a lot that comes with Betterness Box. It is the place to go for Black women who really want to prioritize their self-care. It's really intended for Black women who want to prioritize their self-care and you can actually like automate your self-care, right? So if you think about like the subscription-based model, we really were intentional about like, when, how long does it take to inform a habit? How long does it take to have consistency? That's really why we actually built a subscription box business from the core of it was how do we make sure that like, we know that you're doing all the things for everybody else, but you said earlier, like we're doing the most, right? But how do you actually get to a point where you're doing the most for yourself? It's with a service like this that just helps you keep it top of mind without you having to actually like be, go find the products, go find the community, go find everything. Everything is kind of packaged in there in the betterness box um, service for you. So just like to add the intentionality behind um, the, the actual structure of the product and the products that come in there and things of that sort. So. Um, I love intentionality. And I love that I've learned so much just now because I didn't know there are all of these facets. I thought it was just box. So I'm like, wait, box plus, 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 plus again like that's amazing and so holistic right mm -hmm. and so when we think about wellness and my certification I'm a holistic wellness coach this is like lighting me up because we're thinking about community we're thinking about engagement we're thinking about consistency and and uh we're thinking about ease so all of these other aspects as opposed to because a lot of times wellness is commercialized mm -hmm. and that really bothers me right because people are just kind of pushing products on you oh you have to buy this this makes you well and it's like no like if because if i'm if i'm having a breakdown if i'm feeling anxiety stress or depression and i put on this nice mask i have a nice mask while feeling anxiety depression stress right so make it make yeah. sense i need to talk i need to offload things having relationship with other people laughing smiling bringing joy into your life these are all other aspects of wellness so it's like how do we integrate it right how do we have a more holistic approach to caring for one's needs and so i just love this idea and i love that because sometimes people have the best of intention right especially black women i'm going to say black moms too because now, now i'm a mom and I'm like, oh, this, 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 this be a lot of work. Okay. And so sometimes you have the best of intention and you just kind of forget that you didn't do something for yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm pretty um, good at, at like being on top of my self-care, but, but even myself, sometimes I slip, but also even for friends. And sometimes it's like, they don't even realize like, oh, I haven't had a moment to myself. I haven't had time, but this, it's like, guess what? You just, you open up your mail or you get the body. That's the check-in. It's just a little yep. 
reminder to yourself and not just to only engage with the box, but to even engage in other kinds of well-being that are, are on your own or to go to the community, to go to the workshops, et cetera. But it's just like that little clue in your brain to say, okay. And I also like just everybody likes receiving things in the mail. And I think when you get something in the mail and it's for you and it's for your enjoyment, as opposed to another bill or <laughs> something that you have to pay, right? It's like, it's a treat for yourself. So it's every three months. And, you know, it's just that constant, like, okay, I'm still taking care of myself. And I like that the boxes are changing. So there's different themes that are happening each time. And that itself is exciting because even the element of surprise, the element of wonder, the element of curiosity and play, like those are all parts of our well-being that a lot of times we don't get to tap into because, we're just a bit too stressed, right? But that idea of something coming, you're like, oh, like think it's just like children when they open up a box, like, let's go see what's in here today, right? And it's like, wow, just the smile as you're undoing it, you're like, let me try this, let me see this. Exactly. Those are, it's not, it's, it doesn't even matter what the product is. It's just looking at different things excites the brain because it's something new. So I I really do um just kind of love all of the thought behind it. And you know. What was like, I'm curious to know the conversation of like, like how, I don't know, you just were sitting one day drinking, like, I mean, just like, help me understand, like, how did this actually, like, what was that light bulb moment, that conversation between the two of you that you arrived at this, at this kind of product? I feel like we created what we wanted, right? A lot of the time that's in, that ends up being what happens. And I know for me, I was doing these reviews on YouTube and putting it on Instagram and all of these things of these products. And I was like, all right, I'm putting, you know, all this effort into giving this review, filming myself, editing, putting it up on, on the internet for all to see what would it look like to curate an experience? And so I've always been thinking since I started my channel in 2011, how can I monetize and be more impactful with my channel? And so um, Denise and I, I think we were just having a conversation randomly. And I was like, she was like, subscription box, that's it. And I was like, this makes so much sense. Um, one, because we wanted to to have that automation. And then the programming girl, that all came later. <laughs> like that wasn't, it wasn't like this big idea. And we were monthly for years. We were a monthly subscription box. And so we had full-size products in these boxes. Our customers were like, what do you want me to do with this <laughs> over just one, right? A book and all of these other things. Like, how does that work? Um, and I think one thing that really differenti differentiates us from other kind of beauty wellness boxes is one, it is full size, right? And you're going to use those products over the course of that three months. You're going to hopefully have time to read one book over three months. That's a good amount of time to try to get a book done. Um, but the things that we're curating are not like the birch boxes or the fab fit fun right it's a real experience that's curated towards a habit and so that from the core is what we knew we wanted to do and differentiate ourselves with we didn't want just a bunch of like discounted items that were thrown into a box because now oh you got them cheaper that's kind of what those other companies do we're very much so about the experience and driving you towards that habit that helps you live a life of wellness and so um, I think from the core that happened and then everything else came out of that. We were like, well, what would it look like to have a, a call with these folks? And we're doing these wellness Wednesdays at the time we were doing them every Wednesday, right? 
I think we're we're headed towards our hundredth episode of Wellness Wednesday. So we've been doing it for a while, and so out of all of these things, right, and experiences, of course, we both love music. It's like, let's do a playlist, right? So it just came as the journey continued over the last five, five and a half years um, of what we did. I think when thinking about just like the inception of Betterness Box, it's like Kayla had an idea. She like was, you know, what about this? And then I was like, well, what about this? And I think that like what we did was we actually gave it time to breathe in the beginning, right? We didn't just say like, oh, we're going to start a business tomorrow. Um, she like dropped a seed. I dropped a seed. And then we literally were like, we need to actually like, I was in Chicago. She was in Dallas, right? So I was like, I'm going to come there. And we literally just like had like a three day working session where we were just like, let's actually like hash out what what's here because um, something is brewing. And we really like spent that time to to do re researching habits, researching experience, like all the different things to really kind of build the formation of what we wanted to kind of like bring to life. Um, as Kayla shared, shared, it really started with like us being Black women growing in the ranks in corporate America with full-time jobs still today um, and like creating like what do we think that we need to be able to create that balance and that rest in our own lives taking effect uh, taking a um, paying attention into like yes trends and things that are that are going on but also the seasonality of like what are the different energies that you're feeling in the summer winter spring fall um, I think the other piece that I think a lot of people may not pay attention to is every time we curate a box we can't create a box and say it's an experience with just determining products that are going to go into a box, right? When we think of the experience, we're actually considering what are the, how are the five senses triggered when somebody opens this box? What does the box smell like? What does it feel like? We've had silk scarves, right? Like what are, what does it smell like? What does it taste like? Is What are all the different things, right? So a candle is very intentional, the scent that's going to be selected for that season. We were very intentional with kind of the building, like taking time with the building blocks of what we wanted to create. I think that that's such great advice for the listeners too, is like sometimes you just need to let something breathe. And that can even directly relate to wellness because sometimes we're just pushing and we're just aggressive and we're assertive and we're forceful. But there is something to be said about resting, pausing, and just seeing what comes to you, what information, what inspiration, what ideas, right? But when ideas come by force, they're usually not that good because you yourself are in a, in a state of tension, right? And so if you just relax, you put it out there and you trust and you, that the right things are going to come to you, you won't act on like ideas that were probably not that good anyways, that maybe you were just actually going to copy somebody else instead of being truly inspired to kind of let ideas evolve over time and then say, okay, how can we tweak this? What do we think between the two of us? And I think um, it's really good having that time together to kind of hash out those ideas and say, okay, we're going to just really brainstorm and see what would that look like after you had kind of put the, sometimes you just got to put the seed out there your little pinky toe in or your little pinky finger and then be like okay and then you add your next finger and then your next finger and then your next finger and for yourself and your own mental health it becomes less scary less intimidating because sometimes we try to do things quickly and we're like okay i'm just gonna go and i'm gonna make a business i'm gonna launch this and that can be a lot like some people they can do that but for a lot of people it's like ah, ah, i'm scared and then they back out completely but if mm -hmm. you just baby step your way into it you yourself feel more at it's like going into like the beach right and the water is cold it's like i i am never that person who can just run into the water because 
it's cold, <laughs> but I can be tiptoeing and, you know, you know, you get, so you got to know your process too and different strokes for different folks. But I think it is good to be aware of how you learn and how you create. And I'm just curious to know what has the response been from your customers? I know everybody's going to say it's great. Like it sounds great. So I know that, but I'm sure that there are some people who said things to you that you're probably like, oh, I didn't even realize our product, our box, our programming would have this kind of impact on you. I remember one of our subscribers lost like 20 pounds just by having something consistent in her life that reminded her, like you said, to be mindful of what she was putting in her body or just her overall wellness. And I mean, we didn't have a, we didn't have like a weight loss box, right? <laughs> but it was a box that had all things to do with fitness. And then the next one was about maybe their beauty, but all of those things kind of tied together to help her be again, more mindful. And so when that happened, I think Denise and I were like, what? Like, this is gonna, this is really impactful. And we don't have a lot of churn. Once subscribers experience us, they really do love the opportunity to say, oh my gosh, I'm going to get this every three months. And this is going to help me be mindful. Yeah. I think two things that I didn't necessarily like anticipate when we first started sending our first box. One is actually what you were saying earlier about the importance of kind of like the surprise and delight. So we're always questioning ourselves like, okay, do we hold off telling the products so that our existing customers like truly can experience the surprise and delight when it shows up to their doorstep? Or do we tell people so that we can like properly sell? Cause everybody's always like, well, what's in the box, right? It obviously changes every single quarter. Um, so I think just like the, the actual impact of the surprise and delight and the intention that people have around like when they actually open the box. So somebody might receive their box, but it might just be actually sitting there. Cause they're like, I actually don't have the time to give the inner, like to, to spend time with my box and give it the time to breathe. So like hearing that is like always been like, okay, like we know that people want to receive their box and they want to actually open it with intention at a certain time. Um, and they want to be surprised and delighted when they, when they open the box, the people who are familiar with what the betterness box experience is right. They're like, don't even tell me, I actually don't want to know, like, I'm not going to watch <laughs> boxing. Like, because I want to be surprised when I actually open my box, right? Like, it doesn't matter that other people have this box. <laughs> this is my box. Um, I think that was one that like really kind of caught me by surprise of like, oh, like people really do like the element of surprise, right? You order something on Amazon, you know what's coming. It's just going to show up. You like the brown box is sitting over there. I'll get to it when I get to it because you already know what it is. You ordered it. Um, and then the other thing that I thought like um, early on that, that really kind of caught me by surprise too was the actual fact that like your betterness box it's for you but it's also not just for you right the impact of you doing something consistently for yourself is going to have more broadly but then also um the actual items that are in the box right there's five to six items in each box and a book now um we heard that like there were times when <laughs> other family members right so like the the cousin the, the son the the husband we're like, where's my betterness box? Because they're like actually like jealous of, you know, the person who's actually receiving the box. And they're like, I'm actually claiming <laughs> these items for myself. So it's actually like, it's the, that kind of feedback has been interesting for me because it's like actually our current box that we have, I think is one that like the household, it kind of like spreads to the household just based off of the um, element of, of thriving and, and what that does for you individually and kind of like some of the products that are in there that like 
play a little bit more into like boundary setting in the household. I love that. And then I'm, I'm thinking, and you can tell me, I'm thinking this would be a good gift idea. Is is this something that people gift to people? And if so, when when is like a popular gifting time for this type of product based off yeah. your experience? Yes, it is an absolutely good gift. Um, but one of the things, so when Kayla and I first started this, everybody is like, do you guys do gifts? I know somebody. Our whole thing is like this, like what are you doing for your own self-care, right? So we, we for a long time, were like, Yes, we do gifts, but like, have you gifted yourself anything? Have you gifted yourself a, a, a self-care practice and routine? And so like that, that's kind of like our primary response to that, right? The other piece of it is absolutely yes, right? We all know somebody who is like, oh, she's a new mom. She just started a new job. She's transitioning from to a new location, whatever the situation or just a birthday or just a, you know, Friday, because I know you had a tough week. Right. There's multiple different reasons why a self-care gift could make sense. Um, obviously, Christmas um, is definitely or like the holiday season is definitely a, a peak in um, business. Um, but then like Mother's Day, um, Valentine's Day, these different holidays as well, where it could be your significant other or just, you know, an aunt or sibling cousin that you're gifting to. Um, there's lots of different reasons to to give. Um, I think somebody actually um, told Kayla and I like even like administrative assistant appreciation day, right? Like those appreciation days where it's like, I don't necessarily know this person, but I see that they're working. I see that they're doing this and you can give them something that's like curated for women in general, right? Um, that it's like something in this box or a couple of things in this box are really going to resonate with her. It's really good for that kind of occasion. I was actually just thinking Juneteenth would be a really good opportunity specifically because I think that idea of reclaiming rest, reclaiming self-care, reclaiming joy, right? That our ancestors didn't necessarily have the ability to experience in the same way that we do at this point in time. So I think that that even for that would be like such a powerful way of saying like, and then putting money back into because you are both black business owners who are partnering with other black business owners from what I understand to make these products right the money is staying within the community and we talk so much about the economics and and helping the black community and we got to put our money where our mouth is right to really see the elevation of our communities before we close one of the primary aims on this show is to encourage women to prioritize their well-being, as we've been saying, to pour back into themselves, to honor their needs, and just to have open conversations about their wellness journey, which we have been doing. And for myself, being a, a wellness coach who supports women professionals and entrepreneurs, so many times women feel like they are alone going through their struggles, which I, I never understand why, because there's a lot of us on this planet. But when you're going through something, you just, you do, you feel like you're the only one. You feel like life's tough. And I think it's because we don't have as many honest and open conversations. A lot of people are, are wearing a mask or they're putting up a front or they don't feel safe. They don't feel safe to share what's going on or They've tried sharing and maybe harm has come to them or, you know, it wasn't received in the right way. So now they've kind of put up a wall and choose not to do that anymore. So I am curious to the both of you as entrepreneurs, have you ever experienced personally a challenge um, that's impacted your own well-being? And if so, if you can share with the listeners a strategy that has helped you. Again, it's that like 
that performance in the rest of the things that I've done, I've named a lot of different things in the beginning of this podcast that I have my hands in. And so having, I prioritize that instead of my self-care a lot of the time. And so I had to kind of flip those a little bit. And like I said, I'm still learning to do this where I want to perform at the highest level and everything I do. And yet doing that is, is a disservice to me, my body and what it is that I need to take care of. I need to get to a place where I feel good and I can rest and I'm replenished so that I can do the work. Right. I just had it flipped in my head. And again, I think it's a part of that performance um, addiction and, and really looking at uh, achievement as the ultimate goal when really your well-being and your peace and your joy should be right the the ultimate goal and so that's taken a lot of rewiring mentally for me so that I can then show that by action in my life um, and like I said I'm still learning but it's it's getting there um, and I'm much better now than I was before just not one thousand percent yet so. And that's, that's and that's real. It's real. Yeah. It's it's recognizing where you're at, where you've come from, and it's a journey. And there's no race. There's no. It's this is just your journey. This is your process to where you're going. You're growing along the way. You're learning along the way. If you're going, 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 and life is just on the hamster wheel, and that is how a lot of our lives go, you miss things. Your body mm-hmm. gives you clues. Your your life gives you even just like uh, your relationships with other people. Like someone might complain, "Oh, you're never available. I can never hang out with you." Right? Those are all little clues. Your kid says, "Oh, mom, you're always working." Little clues, right? Or, or if someone says, "Oh, like the beach is outside," and you're like, "Oh, I haven't been to the beach in like three years." That might be a clue. Like you know, what I mean? there's just the information is always coming at us, but are we receiving it? And what do we do with it? So thank what you for sharing that. Yeah. It's like, what are you going to do with this information? Do you think and value your body enough to make better choices for you Mm -hmm. and your body? Like, what do you value in life? Right. Why is it that performance is like at the top versus your actual well-being? That was the core of what I had to change, because I think a lot of us know, like some of us have the awareness and then don't just don't make the choices for whatever reason. And Denise, what about for you? Have you had any kind of well-being challenges? Um, Absolutely. I am a new mom. (laughs) So there have definitely been some uh, well-being challenges in the past. I'll say he's nine and a half months. So um, I would say the biggest kind of I'll just keep it present. So the biggest kind of challenge for me, and I think we talked about just capacity a little bit earlier, right? So understanding that like, you know, there's a lot of expectations when you come back to work, you re-enter into society after like being away for a little bit of time or your community, right? I think Kayla was saying like other people's expectations of what you were able to do before, how you thought or whatever, right? So like, um, I have a really good, I think like motherhood in addition to just like the, the world's existence in the last like three to four years has definitely just kind of like had me just be pretty unapologetic in terms of like where my what my current capacity is and what my current present being is um and not like being um shameful or kind of like any any kind of like holding any shame about like yep I may have done this but I can't do it anymore and communicate what you need in this present moment that just because you didn't need it before 
doesn't necessarily mean you don't need that today because it's just like you give everybody else grace. We give we give the world grace. We give everybody grace and we're extremely forgiving and things of that sort of other people. But we oftentimes don't do that for our own selves. So being able to just like, um, like I said, be very understanding of like, this is my current capacity in this present moment. And this is how I need to give myself grace so that I can move forward, ask for help, ask for the resources, whatever. I really appreciate this conversation. I think it has been so enriching, so enlightening. And just before we close, I want you to tell the listeners how can they learn more about the betterness box and if there's anything else that you guys do that you want them to know about, this is the time to let them know. All right. So in terms of betterness box, where you can find us, we can be found at betternessbox.com. Um, we do have betterness box is obviously our consumer facing product that is very intentionally created for black women. And it's a quarterly self-care subscription box. We are at betterness box on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of the social medias. Um, and then we also actually do have a B2B service that we provide. It's more consulting in nature. Um, but we work with corporations and organizations to create custom gifts um, or kits for, you know, you might have like a internal rebranding exercise or you're doing an event um, and you want to be able to deliver some kind of custom um, gift or swag bag or um, programming kit to the attendees um, of a virtual conference or in-person conference. So we help other businesses bring their ideas and experiences to life as well through our parent company, which is Simply Better Co. And so um, Simply Better Co. is available at Simply Better Company Instagram. And there is also a corporate gifting um, and solutions tab on our Betterness Box website. Okay, I I love that. You, you're doing all the things and it, and it comes so well together because I think the word experience really encapsulates what you offer. It's not about a product. It's about an experience. It's taking your customers through a journey. It's being with them alongside that journey. And it's about being very intentional about that journey along the way. I am encouraging all of the listeners to go sign up for a betterness box. And if you have a business and you might want to even just explore and see what ideas you might be able to bring, they might even be able to give you ideas you haven't thought of. Thank you so much, Denise and Kayla, for coming on the show. All the links are going to be in the show notes. And until next time, continue to serve yourself, your loved ones, and your communities from Full Cup.